It's Packview's Melissa Burdick, the Wizard of Woodland Hills Shree, special guest host Jackie Danowski from Flywheel, and I'm PVSB, also from Flywheel, a division of Omnicom. Before we get to the CPT Guys episode you've downloaded, it's the week of April 29th and ACDS Annual Week, and it's time for the Fresh Four. Four curated news stories from the past week, we find them masterfully intriguing. We hope you do too. They're brought to you through our partnership with Retail Wit, one stop shop for retail industry intelligence and news. Retailwit.com, it's retail right now. Shree, lead us off, would you? Albertsons has been named the 2024 winner of the Webby Award for People's Voice Top Shopping and Retail App. I am so immensely proud of the Shopper Experience team, our engineering counterparts, and all of our cross functional partners across the organization. Cheers to your hard work and customer obsessions, said Jill Pavlovich, SVP of Customer Experience at Albertsons. 23 individual Albertsons associates were recognized in earning this award. Congratulations to all of you and over to you, Melissa. Best Buy and CNET are combining their ad inventory. Consumer electronics retailer Best Buy and digital publisher CNET are teaming up to create a new retail media model. The electronics retailer and the publisher are combining their ad inventory, allowing advertisers to buy across Best Buy ads retail media network and alongside CNET's tech review focused editorial content and measure whether ads seen on either platform drove sales. In a month-long survey during which CNET content was displayed nationally across Best Buy's in-store TV walls, 86% of respondents said the content made them more confident in their purchases. It also garnered a 25% lift in purchase intent, according to the companies. Super interesting space as retailers continue to look for differentiation. Thank you, Melissa. The National Association of Chain Drugstore annual meeting set to take place this week in Palm Beach, Florida. The annual meeting of the NACDS is set to begin Sunday, April 27th at the Breakers Hotel in Palm Beach, Florida. Featured speakers include Walter Isaacson and Arthur C. Brooks. NACDS annual is noted for the strategic meetings that transpire between retailers, consumer goods manufacturers, sales and marketing agencies, and other ecosystem service partners. If you're on a budget, make sure to get a hot dog at the poolside restaurant at $27. It is the least expensive menu entree offered at this five-star resort. Brian, Shree, and Andrea are all in attendance this year. Closing it out, Jackie. Hello, Fresh Four listeners. Red Bull Pink Edition Sugar-Free hits shelves. Red Bull is launching a new permanent sugar-free edition this summer. Red Bull Pink Edition Sugar-Free combines raspberry and forest fruits with herbal notes of verbena. It is the second new variant introduced by the brand this year, and the first fully sugar-free flavor in its portfolio, aiming to attract new shoppers to the category. Red Bull editions have been largely incremental to the brand, with 50% of edition buyers being new to Red Bull as they grow their flavor offering. Thank you, Jackie, and welcome as a guest host to the Fresh Four. That's it for the Fresh Four. Now on to the CPG Guys episode that you've downloaded. Welcome to another episode of the CPG Guys podcast. Our co-hosts, Sri Rajagopalan and Peter V.S. Bond, explore how brands and retailers engage with consumers online, in-store, and everywhere in between. And now, here are Sri and Peter. Hello, folks, and welcome to this episode of the CPG Guys podcast. I'm, of course, Shri, one of the CPG guys, and now a proud dad of two little kittens, Zane and Zora, 
whom you all are sure to see at some point in these video clips, and they're basically controlling my life. Now that my wife has let him into our bedroom, they are the ones that own pretty much this whole room at this stage. My co-host, of course, is my best friend and the VP of Partner Strategy and Dev at Fetch Rewards, a mobile loyalty platform, as we endeavor to explore consumer engagement in a digitally driven world. An empresario in the world of loyalty, rewards, known for his permanent, amazing outcome and gift to the world, the six-foot receipts, which you get when you buy a single product at a drug chain. He uh, loves his dogs. So it's like the Dodgers and Yankees all over again. Welcome the man with the radio voice, Mr. Bond. How are you? Of course, at the time of this recording, we mentioned baseball, but we're in a lockout. It's not good, Shri. Um, yeah, you and I, you and I fight like cats and dogs, literally now, instead of just figuratively over over sports. But uh, you're a cat person. I like cats too. Unfortunately, my wife is deathly allergic to them, so I'm a dog person. And uh, yeah, I'm a little depressed, Shri. This whole lockout. Uh, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of terrible things going on in the world right now, and I could use a bit of a distraction. I'm not even getting that with baseball right now. So. It is what it is, but uh, I am glad to. The one thing that does bring me, uh, other than spending time with my wife and my daughter, that brings me a great deal of of pleasure and satisfaction is doing this podcast with you, my brother. How about that? Likewise. So thank you, Peter. Let me remind our audience that all of our content, now greater than 180 episodes, who would have thought, Peter, when we started this, may be found by simply going to a browser and typing cpgguys.com. If you aren't already following us on LinkedIn, just enter cpgguys in the search bar. And when you get to our page, simply hit the blue plus button, which is follow. That way you can see all of the content we produce. Best thing about it, we don't charge. Did you know we are in partnership with Next Up, the network of executive women, which has now been rebranded. And in the middle of every Wednesday podcast episode is an Easter egg with a message from Next Up. Download, tune in, listen. Thank you to all of you for our 10K plus followers. Now 10.5K within four weeks, Peter. Would you agree? Give or take. And uh, we, of course, have launched a second podcast now called the FMCG Guys which takes the CPG Guys format of omnichannel digital exploration to the European market across the ocean. Our friends Efrain and Daniel are the hosts based in Europe, and we'll be talking with FMCG retail thought leaders about the transformation happening on the other side of the Atlantic. Today, Peter and I are looking forward to a discussion with an old friend from my PepsiCo days. I met her back in 2010 when working down at Frito-Lay when she was a program manager. Nine years later, in 2019, while working at Revlon, we discuss hair care and why Mayavana was the next revolutionary personalized hair care solution. Many new products are launched for textured hair, but there's a huge problem. There are so many products out on the market now that you don't know where to start. Instead of hair bliss, you feel like you've tried product after product and product without getting the results you want. After watching so many YouTube tutorials and disappointing salon visits, you're probably ready for some hair piece. Yeah, hair piece. No kidding. Mayavana is a personalized hair care system that actually teaches you how to best care for your hair in four easy steps. To decompose all of that is our friend joining us today, founder and CEO Candice Mitchell-Harris. Candice, welcome to the CPG, guys. 
Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Candice, before we get to the questions and we uncover what those four easy steps are and how one gets hairpiece, would you first tell us where our audience can learn more about you online, perhaps, and a brief overview of your core value proposition to consumers? Yes, absolutely. You guys can find me at Candy V. Harris. Candy, as in we all love candy, right? V is in Victoria Harris on social media. And then myavana.com, M-Y-A-V-A-N-A. And I'm excited to tell you guys about this hair piece today. Thank you so much, Candice. We'll include links uh, to all of that in the digital liner notes of this podcast for the benefit of our listeners. And I'm going to jump right in and I will ask you question number one, which we always ask our guests here about their career. So let's ask you to take us to that wonderful journey where you and I met at PepsiCo when you were a program manager and uh, we reconnected at Revlon. You were the CEO founder of a actual hair care product. How did you go through those 10 years and how did you choose one day that you were going to be an entrepreneur versus working in a corporate job? Yeah. You know, it's amazing to look back. Um, when I was in college, um, I actually came up with the idea for my Havana, um, and later went on to PepsiCo when I graduated because I wanted some work experience. I wanted to get a real paycheck for, for a while. And, and so I, I started, um, in my role as a program manager and data analyst, but this all came from my just love for technology and building tech products um, and solving problems. And so my problem at the time when I was in college is I was going natural, which means no longer wearing chemical relaxers in my hair. I was rediscovering my hair for the first time and I was trying to figure out which products to use and my bathroom counter was full. Nothing was working. My hair was dry. I was asking all of my friends and I'm like, this is such a trial and error process. And uh, my background's in computer science. And so I was like, let me figure out, you know, how to build some software that could tell me the best products for my hair. Um, and so I started set, studying the science of hair and realized there are so many variables um, in at play when, you know, figuring out which products will work best for your type of hair. And so it, it was just a fascinating problem for me to solve, obviously, because I wanted to have better hair days. <laughs> um, but I discovered a multi-billion dollar industry, the hair industry, which is predominantly driven by women, women of color. And so um, I tapped into that entrepreneurial bug, but wanted some security once I graduated. So I went to PepsiCo, had an amazing time um, in the IT organization. Um, but then that that uh, passion inside of me started coming up again when I was, you know, sitting in my cubicle one day and I was just thinking like, you know what, I feel like I really need to go for this. Um, and so I started praying about it, actually, and God started sending me signs. That was a confirmation of confirmation to step out on faith as an entrepreneur um, and get it started. And so one day I decided, you know, I'm going to go for it. And I put in my uh, my uh, resignation letter, whole experience. Uh, my manager was wonderful at the time. She really helped me transition. And so 
I started that journey and now we're coming up um, on 10 years this year. And I will have to say that being driven by purpose has kept me on this journey as an entrepreneur because it's not hard. Obviously, it's not easy to make it 10 years in business, um, but purpose and faith will really uh, keep you through it. And so I can look back and say I'm happy with the decision I made um, and I'm happy that I crossed paths with both of you. And here we are. <laughs> hey, Candice, such a pleasure to have you on the podcast today to talk with us about Maya Vana and the and thank you for being very transparent about how faith led you on this journey that you are undertaking. It's really great to hear. Would love for you to give us a little bit more about what the Maya Vana mission is, how you came to that conclusion that that is these are the elements of the mission and really how challenging it was to go out on your own and try and evangelize this and bring your business to where it is now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, our mission at Mayavana is to transform the hair industry through science and technology. Um, and I define that as a as the mission because in my research on the consumer needs, which were um, a need to eliminate the trial and error to find the right products, I realized there was a whole industry that needed the same type of transformation. And um, this because to achieve the perfect hairstyle, there are many players involved. So let me just quickly tell you the hair industry, you have the hair product companies, you have the salons, you have the retailers who sell the products, right? So for me to achieve this result, it actually involves several different companies and uh, segments in this market. And so I, I saw the whole market need, needed to be transformed in order to serve this consumer. And so... Um, but I also know that the heartbeat of the industry is the consumer. The consumer has power in this market because we decide how we want to spend our money. And so I wanted to really keep the focus on the consumer with the wider, you know, macro view of ultimately transforming this industry. And so um, I interviewed over a thousand women about their hair care needs one-on-one, -on -one, talking to them, learning more about their experiences. And I found how um, most of our hairstyle choices and decisions are driven by what's happening in our life and how we want to present ourselves in the world. And so there's this, this internal evolution of a person that is driving your hair choices. And it is the most beautiful thing. And it is the crux of our business, knowing that in order to really make this solution happen, it needs to be personalized. It needs to take into account not only their hair characteristics, but what this person needs in their life. And so actually pioneered the segment of personalized hair care. I'm going to claim that title because when I tell you there was nothing, nothing, nothing available on the market at all, which is why my Ivana was born. And so we, you know, went on this mission. We, um, you know, got our first set of customers um, in, in 2013. And I've been learning from my customers and growing the product. And so um, on this journey, you know, I think the most important thing that entrepreneurs need to know is you have to be willing to pivot 
as you go, because what you think the solution needs to be in the beginning is is typically not going to be the actual solution <laughs> that customers adopt. And so we had to, again, continue this customer discovery process and continue catering to the market um, in, in the way that it needed to. And the most interesting thing about this is uh, we were innovating along the way. So um, it's a, it's kind of the journeys, like the combination of the innovators dilemma, uh, the, uh, the hustle entrepreneur trying to keep the lights on, um, and then impacting women's state of their hair and beauty. Um, so yeah, a very, uh, complex journey, but I, again, um, I, I wear the cape of being a pioneer and understanding that there's challenges that come with that, but also rewards. So Candice, mine is a next one is a two part question. Number one is, does that mean anyone who uses the Mayavana product, it's actually customized for them? Yes, absolutely. Peter, how about that? Huh? Yes, it's personalized. Um, yeah, it's personalized according to your unique hair texture, type, and condition. Um, we go through a hair analysis process where you can either send uh, samples of your hair strands to our lab, or you can use our app and take a photo of your hair, and it does an analysis on your unique combination of curls, whatever you have going on, right? And and what we've, what we've discovered in our research is your hair is as unique as your fingerprint. So every customer has a unique hair ID. And so we take that information, we take our recommendation system, which is care, we consult, analyze, recommend, and educate. And so your your plan is, is uniquely catered to you. So it's a true personalized experience. Yeah, Peter and I talk a lot about personalization, but this is like next gen. Yeah. So um but what I what I wanted to come back to is, you know, you mentioned about a pivot, right? Now, obviously, it's been 10 years in the mission. I can't imagine the 10 years were rosy and easy. You probably had lots of downs as much as you had lots of ups. And the journey was probably emotional. And you go through a range of emotions. Would you mind sharing the trials and tribulations of a startup founder versus a Mayavana personalized founder? And what those emotions are once goes through as a startup founder. Yeah, I mean, you can go through a roller coaster of emotions in one day. <laughs> I will say, you know, first it starts out with excitement, and then it's like uh, the harsh realization of, oh man, this is hard. <laughs> so you may feel defeated at times, you may feel depressed at times. That was honestly me. Uh, by 2015, I took a month sabbatical because I was depressed, I was stressed, I was exhausted, and I said, I need to rest because uh, it's so easy to get caught up in the hustle, the grind, the working 24-7, just pushing, 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 when honestly, if you don't take care of your mental health, you're not going to sustain this journey. And so I rested and I did a reset, you know, so I could just really, really move differently as an entrepreneur. I think a, a typical startup entrepreneur, you know, is grinding 24 seven is, is looking at the headlines and, and trying to compete with that. But my journey as a founder, I took a step back and said, 
hey, let me really stay close to the customer and build according to their needs. Don't, you know, worry about who's who's doing what. Just stay close to the customer. And and that kept me, you know, um, motivated and, you know, having less anxiety because the anxiety is like, again, like the expectations you feel as an entrepreneur um, and also the fear of failure. You know, most uh, most of us are battling fear of failure every day. But if you just know that if I pivot and I serve the customer, I cannot fail then that keeps you, you know, that gives you hope. That gives you like, you know, helps you be optimistic that, okay, we might, we might, you know, discover something that helps us reach more customers and more customers. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about revenue. It's not about who's on what headline and who looks good on social media. It's revenue. So that kept me, that helps, you know, stabilize the, the emotional roller coaster. Um, and just, you know, it in, in everything, just giving yourself grace that we all make mistakes. We're not going to get it every time, but don't be hard on yourself. Just try again tomorrow and you'll get closer to the answer. So that that's the typical ride. Um, and so, yeah, I know. Shout out to all the entrepreneurs. <laughs> hey, Candace, thanks for that honest perspective on being an entrepreneur. I'm looking at your app, which advertises as being about virtual hairpiece P-A-C-E. I'm, I'm I'm wearing this hat today because I think I need physical hair piece, P I E C, but that's another story. We'll just, we'll, Sorry, we'll, that's another we'll, we'll, that's we'll, another yeah, Shri, Shri pointing his, his hat too. Can't see this on the audio. Shri and I are both wearing CPG guys hats and it's, it's by design. Uh, not just brand, not just a branding design. Okay. So, um, you talked, you talked to Shri about the fact that you've built a highly personalized solution for hair care. Um, when I think about what we all talk about, which is the pandemic, it had an impact on business, particularly given that I'm assuming that social interactions are very important in you creating mm -hmm. that personalized experience to one degree or another. And personalized interactions dropped dramatically, certainly at the beginning, and it certainly hasn't recovered to where it was prior to the pandemic. So, um, how have you compensated for that? How are you making sure that you can still deliver personalization in this topsy-turvy world? Uh, and would love to know how you're essentially able to evangelize your business given these challenges. Yeah, you know, um, what we started to do was um, virtual consultations. Um, with people because everyone was at home. The salons were closed. Sometimes wherever your local stores were, they may have been closed. Um, and so we started doing virtual consultations to help you do your hair at home. And so you can look good on Zoom and, you know, uh, make it a little longer until your stylist, until you can go to your stylist. And so that actually was very fruitful for us. Uh, we do virtual consultations with customers all over the world. And we have a team of healthy hair experts um, that can give you an expert consultation on any hair challenge, any hair goal, 
Um, so it allowed us to reach our customers at home, um, and which I think is an element of, of personalization. We have like a concierge model where, you know, you can just, you know, at the click of a button on your phone, you know, talk to your hair care team. And that just really strengthened our, you know, customer relationships, especially during such a tough time. You know, people were losing family members, friends, people were isolated. And so we started building a community online, a community. We were just coming together. The, the first session was a virtual group hair coaching session because <laughs> so many people are like, OK, what do I do with my hair right now? Um, but then we started talking about other things, you know, real life real life issues and um, hair care, hair care tips, but life tips, you know, to navigate in this, you know, difficult world that we're in now. So it became a community. Um, we call it our virtual hair club now. And um, it, again, just emphasized the need for human connection as we're driving, you know, personal personal connection and personalization through technology, There's there was a value in that human component and how we drive human connection. So that's how we're making it through right now. Peter, I never anticipated when we asked Candice to come on the show that we would be able to impart so much advice in terms of just life, leave alone a product. Before we continue with this week's episode, a brief message about Next Up. Next Up is a growing community of over 14,000 professionals representing nearly 900 organizations across North America. Visit nextupisnow.org slash events to register. On Tuesday, March 29th, you can attend Struggle Less and Thrive More from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Time, where you will learn how to overcome burnout utilizing science-backed skills and practices for greater resilience and joy from Russian Jewish immigrant Natalie Kogan. For more information on how to get involved with Next Up, visit nextup.now. For more information on how to get involved with Next Up, visit nextupisnow.org/cpgguys. And don't forget to turn into Advancing All Women podcast on Voice America, hosted by Next Up President and CEO Sarah Alter. Listen every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel with rebroadcast weekly on the Voice America Influencers Channel and download episodes after the air wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, visit nextupisnow.org slash cpgguys to learn more about becoming a member of Next Up. And now, back to our episode in progress. Let me just remind the audience that we're speaking with Candace Mitchell-Harris, founder and CEO of Mayavana. So um, let's talk about the actual product, Candace. Jump into the actual product portfolio and who is your typical consumer? When should they come to you and how often should they be using the product? Mm -hmm. For sure. So we have a mobile app and a hair analysis kit. So the mobile app is free. You can download it now in the app stores. And um, we use AI technology to take a photo of your hair and give you an instant recommendation of products to use. Um, and then you can build your hair care plan, which includes recommended regimens, uh, recommended content, right? To get, you know, the style techniques down, more hair care 
hair education um, and recommended stylists. So we can connect you with a professional stylist um, in your area. And the uh, mobile app, you know, is like a concierge for your hair care needs. And then our hair analysis kit is our more comprehensive solution um, where you send in uh, hair strands to our lab. We do a microscopic assessment on your texture type and condition. And we cater a healthy hair care plan based on your hair goals and hair challenges. And so that's um, in a digital hair profile as well. So we've built, you know, essentially this new digital system of personalized hair care that makes it much easier um, to navigate your hair journey. And um, uh, it's it's been a, a really uh, interesting evolution um, as we look at our full suite um, products and solutions, um, because now we're we're able to provide um, real time data and analytics on the market uh, for consumer insights. So we're looking, you know, to bring that to our B two B customers, our partners there. Um, and so that, that's how our products work. And I've, I've been able to combine, uh, my love for beauty and technology to accomplish this. Um, and so, you know, through that, we're able to cater to, you know, different types of customers. So if you're busy on the go, you need a quick solution, get the app. If you want to learn more about your hair, you have specific hair care challenges get our hair analysis kit and we'll take it from there. So the magic question of the day is what would you recommend for two blokes with this kind of hair? For those who can't see the video here, <laughs> just took our cap off. Hey, pretty right. bleak, huh, Candace? <laughs> hey, can't. Get... You think you can fix it? <laughs> so Candace, I, I do have a question for you, but one just came to mind that I'd like to ask first and then I'll follow up, but would really like to understand what is the 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 path to engagement? Where are you acquiring customers? Is it from the stylist? Is it from the web? What are what's the typical path that someone who is in need of of virtual hairpiece is finding their way to Myvana? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Um, it's mostly been organic traffic. Um, so people searching for best products for wavy hair or, you know, whenever you're thinking about your hair. Um, and so we've, we've primarily been direct to consumer. Um, and now we offer our Mayavana hair analysis kits through salons. So we get customers from stylists um, and soon to come retail partners. Um, so we're actually going to be rolling out some new retail partners this year online e-commerce, as well as um, brick and mortar, like beauty supply stores. And so we'll be able to get customers through those channels as well, because they're going to them when they're searching for hair products. And so Mayavana, you know, will be the personalized solution, you know, across the web um, and offline um, as well. And so we're excited to, you know, reach customers in that way now. Um, and so that's how people currently find us. All right. You, you've actually provided me a perfect segue to what my original question was, and it's this. I want to understand the role of digital in Mayavana. We certainly have talked about the app, and you talked about the fact that you're direct to consumer. Would love to know a little bit about what you do around developing 
productive SEO. And then you also mentioned the fact that you're planning to go omni-channel by being in physical mm-hmm. retail. How are you going about kind of activating uh, and and planning for because uh, a full-scale omni-channel business? Because Free and I both believe that if you're a digitally native brand, the way, with a few exceptions, the way you're going to be able to scale your business at the end of the day is when you cross the chasm and you go into physical retail. So if you could just kind of take us through e-commerce, SEO, and then the the plan to move into physical retail. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we've created um, integrations for um, our e-commerce partners to easily add Mayavana to their online experience um, and have the image analysis feature um, to get that data from your uh, customers and populate that into a product recommendation. Uh, so it's an API library we license to all of our e-commerce partners. Um, and what's cool about it is think about having a CRM, a digital CRM of your hair, of the hair care needs of your customers. And you know exactly what they, what they need for their hair at any given time. And even when they're changing their hairstyle, you know what to recommend to them next. And so it's a whole digital ecosystem, um, and a better way truly to serve, serve customers. And so we're actually bringing that digital solution, um, uh, through brick and mortar source, um, through a digital kiosk. And so think about like the Dr. Scholl's in cap and you get your custom, you know, uh, foot analysis right there in Walmart. Um, we have digital kiosks to do, um, a hair analysis on you right there at the aisle and can recommend which products to get. And so we'll be bringing that to market, uh, later this year. Um, and actually welcome any pilot partners who would be interested in that, um, you know, shameless plug. But I mean, I'm really excited about that because I, you know, it's it's really the digital transformation that we're seeing that um, really just makes the whole hair care experience exceedingly better. Um, and so we're, we're happy to be doing that from a tech perspective, but also to your point, meeting the customer where they are. So that's where my Havana wants to be. Candice, I got to certainly say, just listening to you speak, using the you started this conversation anchored on, you said science, as well as tech, and you have truly lived in to all those words as you answered all our questions one by one over here. Uh, so I'm going to go a little bit deeper into the actual product and your business model. I read that one can have a business membership. So why would one want to get a business membership? How does it benefit them? Who's a hair expert? And then the magic question, what's next for Mayavana? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we actually do serve hair care businesses to give them an innovative solution to serve for their customers. So think about offering your customers a personalized hair care experience and being able to partner with Mayavana to do that. 
Uh, we have software. Uh, we have um, even just the consumer and industry knowledge that we offer in a professional publication. Uh, so you get access to, you know, market um, market insights in real time. So you don't have to wait for the next market research report a year from now to tell you what happened in the market. We can tell you in real time and you get access to that along with our um, personalized hair care capabilities. Um, and so we call that our hair and beauty network, um, which is our business memberships. Um, and so again, we saw that, you know, as we met the needs of the consumer, we saw that, you know, the businesses have needs too, um, especially thinking about keeping up with market trends and wanting to have the technology capabilities to be innovative and to be, you know, on pace with how the market is changing. Um, and you can partner with Mayavana to do that. Um, and so that are, those are our business memberships and our healthy hair experts are our hair consultants. So we have a team of hair consultants specialized in many different facets of hair care. Um, and so um, we actually welcome, you know, licensed cosmetologists, um, and hair enthusiasts to join our healthy hair expert team. Uh, we focus on anything and everything from hair loss, uh, scalp care, um, hair damage, um, curl definition, hairstyle coaching. Um, so um, those are our um, expert team um, because again, we wanna make sure that the science and expertise is infused into our solution and how we're um, providing this personalized guidance. Um, and so what's next for us, honestly, is reaching as many customers as we can uh, through our partnerships. Um, and we are actually hosting uh, the state of the hair industry on March 14th, um, where we're going to convene to talk about um, what's happening in this market, um, share some of our industry insights, um, and again, start to formalize this hair and beauty network because it could really be a very powerful uh, industry ecosystem where we collaborate, form partnerships, and just really take advantage of this, this multi-billion dollar opportunity <laughs> in the hair industry. And so look out for that. If you go to mayavana.com, join our um, email list, you'll get details about state of the hair industry. Um, and by the time this episode is out, I'm sure um, you guys will be able to view it, watch it at stateofthehairindustry.com. Hey, what we'll do in the digital liner notes of this podcast for our listeners, we'll include a link to that so people can find it very easily. That'll be terrific. All right. So this has been incredibly um interesting and informative and frankly, very moving information, um, mission driven. Uh, I, I think that's absolutely fascinating. Here's my big final question. So who's a Mayavana angel? Like sh how does, sh how does Shri, let's say Shri and I want to be, can we qualify? Do we, or do we like the lack of follicle denseness disqualifies us? But seriously, uh, what, how does one become a Mayavana angel and like how many of how many of them out there are there? Yes, yeah. Mayavana Angels is our community. Uh, anyone can join um, who wants hair nirvana and hair peace, you can join. Um, it's a community that supports you to your um 
to hair nirvana, hair heaven. So that's why we use like the hair angel theme, um, but also angel investors. So I'm always looking for angel investors. Um, angel investors have actually supported the growth of my Ivana when it was very hard for me to get venture capital um, because most VCs did not understand this market. Um, and so I didn't go the traditional route of raising venture capital, um, but I have phenomenal angel investors that have supported our growth and that will become multimillionaires because of it. Um, but, you know, all the, it takes a village to raise a great business, honestly. And so, you know, I'm very appreciative of everyone who's supported my Ivana in different ways. Uh, so you're welcome to, to join as an angel investor too, to keep this mission going. Fantastic. So let me remind our audience that this, all of our content can be found by simply going to a browser at cpgguys.com, where you can not only join by doing that, not only can you find our content, which is absolutely free, you can also come to our LinkedIn page, which of course you can easily find by going to linkedin.com and on the search bar typing CPG guys and hit the blue plus follow button. The show is made by you for you. You tell us who comes on the show, topics we discuss, and that's how we find guests on the show. If you have, if you feel there's something noteworthy you can add to the show by being a guest, get in touch with us. Contact at cpgguys.com. The education mission is what we're primarily anchored on as our industry metamorphoses and transforms. So be part of that journey. Candice, sincerely thank you for joining us today. I just enjoyed you speaking and taking us to the spectrum of what it takes to be a startup founder and how you sustain the mission on Textured Hair even today. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. It was wonderful. Thank you. Folks, you can always leave us a rating and a review, and that's how you can tell us how we can do better on the show. The way you do that is by going to ratethispodcast.com slash guys. Mr. Bond, what did you learn today, sir? I learned that I can be a Mayavana angel, that even with the limited resources that I have at my disposal on top of my head, that I, she can't deny me being a member. So I think I'm signing up for you. No, this was, this was great. I love, I love mission driven businesses. I love the fact that she started digitally native. She figured out how in that environment to create a personalized experience. And now she's thinking about how to bring that into a physical world and bridge the, the chasm of omni channel and actually grow a business. And I firmly believe she's going to make some some very rich people out of her angel investors. So good on Candace. And as always, Sri, thank you for taking the time to do this with me. I love exploring these interesting, uh, interesting businesses that we come across. And this one definitely qualifies. That's it for this episode, folks. We will see you soon on another episode of the CPG Guys. The content in this podcast episode is provided for general informational purposes only. By listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as advice from CPG Guys LLC or the individual author, hosts, or guests, nor is it intended to be a substitute for research on any subject matter. 
Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by CPG Guys LLC. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The views expressed by CPG Guys LLC do not represent the views of their employers or the entity they represent. CPG Guys LLC expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, or inability to use this podcast or the information we present in this podcast.